This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. of red wine a day is good for the heart. Oh, this is Rosé of Malbec. Okay, well, first of all, welcome to another episode of Roaring Twenties. Are we sharing our faces, by the way, for the podcast? Yeah, yeah for this one, yeah. Wow. This is the okay, one for you're... the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters charity stream. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so you may not only be listening to this podcast, you may potentially be watching it as well. Interesting things have happened. What was the last? What's the last time we recorded? I don't even remember. We talked about what we were hoping to do for Thanksgiving last time we recorded. <laughs> so it's been a bit. Okay. You know what happened? The last time we recorded was that you were talking about how you and Andy were taking a trip to uh, North Carolina. Oh. <laughs> and then I think okay. nothing of note happened on that trip, mm. and we just kept on moving on with our lives. Yeah, nothing really <laughs> happened on that trip at all. That's noteworthy or life changing. At all. Um, nothing to report. It was standard trip. Great. Had a wonderful time. So, Andrew, I got to ask you, did you have a sneaking suspicion? Because I kind of did the entire time. Oh, I knew about it months ago. Oh, gotcha. You Look knew? <laughs> Look at that smug smile. No, know. I didn't. But how great <laughs> yeah. would that have been? <laughs> so I got engaged when we were in North Carolina. I know you're like this dumb bitch. She's been divorced. And now she's... <laughs> engaged again you know why make the same mistake twice because i feel like i'm not this time she's going Um, for round two before andrew and i have had a shot at round one listen (laughs) i'm in high demand let me just say (laughs) high demand it's because i have this black microphone (laughs) what did you say i said i'm glad one of us is oh i thought you said that's not the word i would use and i was gonna be like please tell me What word would you use? But yeah, got engaged. It was fantastic. It was super magical. He did such an amazing job. The ring is gorgeous. He picked it out himself. It's very Pocahontas. It's um, rose gold. Made by raccoons. Handmade by a raccoon and a hummingbird. They're in business together. 
Um, yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> and it's a, it's an aquamarine in is the big stone. And then there's some diamonds and some leaves, feathers etched into it. It's very Pocahontas stunning. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. Anyway, very nice. That's my super fun life, life update. Did you cry? Did you cry? Uh, well, no, not at first. <laughs> I kind of like blacked out. Like, I don't re- really remember anything he said. <laughs> We went okay. horseback riding, by the way. We went, we went on a trail ride. We were horseback riding, so it was perfect because, you know, I've ridden horses my whole life, blah, blah, blah. We get, we're on this mountain. It's stunning. We get off the horses, and he proposes. I have no idea what he said. I just knew that, like, my legs were giving out, and I had to lean against my horse. And I was just like, oh, God. Oh, dear God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then wow. he was in front of me with a ring. I don't even know if he asked me if I would marry him. He could have been like, do you just want to hang out forever? And I was like, yes, I do. And kind of, it didn't really dawn on me until later. And we went out to Biscuit Head after for breakfast. And we were standing in line and it wasn't cold, but I was shaking like uncontrollably, like an adrenaline rush, like just shake, like I couldn't stop shaking. Mm. And then I cried later. Oh, it's like I had all the nerves. And what they had, did like, I do? Down from here. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. I just, Why did I do yes. this again? Yeah. And you, the funny thing was that you had texted me after it happened and you were like, don't tell anybody. And I'm like, meanwhile, I'm sitting on a couch surrounded by people and I'm just like, ooh, I got to keep all this excitement <laughs> locked down for a little bit. So I was really excited when the Instagram post finally went live and I'd be like, I'm going to marry them. Matt is going to marry us. Uh, he is going to be our officiant. So literally he will marry us. Um, is that going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> our venue and our photographer, our deposits are down. We're locked in. So it's happening. We'll, we'll do a podcast live from the wedding. We should. <laughs> we'll stop in the middle of the vows. Yeah, everyone sits. We've got an hour to kill. We Don't say yeah. that. I'll, I'll walk around with a fake-ass microphone like I'm Andy Cohen on the runway. <laughs> you oh, Can you please? Yes, I'll bring the recording what kind equipment. Of shit would you like to talk on the bride? <laughs> Yeah, like, please interview everyone like a red carpet event at my wedding. Please. Love that. This is the best plan we've this ever is, had for this anything. This is already so much more fun. <laughs> this is better than Adam's ribs. And Adam's ribs was a solid idea. And listen, we're well, still doing that. Speaking of Adam's ribs, I believe they're what, catering? <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know who's making the cake? It's not a cake, though. It's a three-tier pie. So anyway, my exciting life update. Andrew, though, what is going on? What is happening in your world? So I have this incredible blanket sweatshirt now. I almost bought one of those. Is it worth it? Yes. And I'll tell you why. Length. Oh, wow. Below the knees. Pockets. Microfiber, very soft, machine washable, full zipper front. I will probably be wearing it to the grocery store. And my wedding. To get gas, probably to the wedding. I have, Absolutely. I've worn it every day since I've got it so far. So, best gift so far, maybe. But that's not what I was getting at when I asked you what was happening in your life. Yeah. So, a whole lot of ridiculousness as usual between Thanksgiving. Okay. So, Thanksgiving Day, we haven't caught up since before. Thanksgiving Day, I get a text message from my fucking tenant downstairs. Hey, I'm not going to be moving out at the end of the month. And um, I decided that I'm going to stay until I find something else. Now, in this situation, she should have signed a lease like two months ago if she wanted to stay. And she's already stayed like an extra month than she was supposed to. And she also refused to sign a new lease or pay the new rent amount. So she's now telling me like, I'm not leaving. And she said, and besides, I have a kid, so you can't make me. (laughs) 
This is Thanksgiving, right? I don't know that that's how that works. No, it doesn't. So I'm just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I got to take the high road here. I got to be a good person. So I said, listen, you have until the end of the month to get the fuck out. Otherwise, I'm going to have to have you evicted. And that sounds harsh. It sounded cruel, but it started stressing me out, feeling like a bad person. And then I thought to myself, she signed a lease. It's in her lease agreement. That's why we have the lease. It's a nice agreement. So we don't have to get our emotions involved. So I thought, okay, this is dealt with. We're done. Well, then she decided she wasn't leaving and causing all this emotion. Then she ended up leaving like five days into the month. So my house is finally empty. I was finally able to go see the downstairs, see what it looks like. And so I was excited because I'm like, okay, I can finally start working on this place. This is going to be great. And then I find out I'm not going to be able to work on it for a little bit because I started having some weird health issues out of nowhere. I woke up like last Friday, two Fridays ago, and I thought I had like really bad heartburn, like acid reflux. Like my chest was like really sore and I had like a stinging, like palpitations. So I took like some acid reflux medicine and it didn't go away and it got worse. And it was like that the next day and then the next day. And like I was having trouble breathing as well. So I went to the urgent care. They sent me to the ER and then got some tests done there and got hooked up with a cardiologist. And week and a half later, now I have my chesticles covered in these which i'm really upset i didn't shave before this because this is the third time i've had these fucking things on me the last week and they rip coming off it's very painful and i have to have this on for a few days so I'm, i'm not happy but it's been really frustrating because i have no idea what it is and i will say i'm happy it's been getting better In like the last couple days, I've felt myself. I think I'm still having a little bit trouble breathing. I've also haven't been super exerting myself. So that was the other thing. If I went to exert myself or like do anything normal, like I myself would do. Like I went to like rip up a piece of carpet, for example, and my heart rate went from like 65 or 68 to like 160 in like 30 seconds. And it like shot up and I got real tired real quick. So I have no idea what's going on. But that's kind of keeping me from working on anything right now. It's been very frustrating. Did they give you any kind of like what they think it might be? Nothing. They just have no idea. No, they just let um, somebody like myself spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours Googling every kind of heart condition. Horrible. Don't do that. It's known to self-diagnose. But it's anything from COVID could have caused uh, long-term heart issues. My COVID vaccine could have caused issues. My pre-workout could have caused issues. Jesus. So I haven't used my ghost workout in a while. Um, <laughs> won't be using that. If anybody wants it, let me know. They checked like my lungs and all that kind of stuff. They said, all oh, that looks great. So the next thing is, well, finding out what this is. And then I have this echocardiogram thing. I was going to say, you're getting an EKG. I had a couple EKGs already that didn't show anything. But an EKG apparently is in like a three-second snapshot at your heart. Seemed kind of useless to me, but... Grey's Anatomy made it seem way more intricate. Yeah. Well, if you have something currently going on, like if I was in the middle of a heart attack, it would be helpful. (laughs) But if you're not actively dying of a heart attack, it's just not super great. Pretty much. So the other, what they're going to do now, instead of listening to my heart, they're going to look at my heart. And then that will see if there's any kind of scarring or inflammation or anything like that, which will really help them narrow down like what's going on. And if they can't find anything at that point. I don't know. I'm just pissed. Like, how are you feeling about all of that? You know, it's funny because 
it's really frustrating in a way because I was very excited to finally have the house to just work on full time. I've been waiting since May to do this. And I'm like, all right, I finally have all the time. I can dive into this. I don't have to worry about being loud with a neighbor. I can go into the night and just go, 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 go and have fun with it and do my documenting and go. And now like I can't do anything until I find out what's going on with my heart because any kind of like housework makes me like really tired and my heart go crazy for a minute. So it's perplexing, but I'm trying to remind myself that everything happens for a reason and tell myself there's a reason for it and it'll be okay. It'll get done. If it takes a few more weeks or it takes a couple more months, like we'll get there. I'll be okay. And I'm gonna just take this time to get it figured out in the meantime. I think it kind of forces you to maybe take a step back and like stop for a moment. You know, I feel like you're always go, go, go. And this is forcing you to just stop, take a breath, chill. And I know that that's like kind of torture uh, in a way, but it might be good for you to just kind of center yourself and remind yourself what's important and where you want to be. So got to look at that bright side. Yeah, that's the other thing too. I think just stress has been insane. So it's been nice. I will say this last week, I've just kind of been vegging, wearing this thing, chilling on this couch. Yeah, not going to get dinner with me, but going out with other people to get dinner. I know. Well, I mean, I hope we get some answers soon because like seeing those stickers on your chest makes me sad. Like it's funny, but it's it makes me sad. It's annoying. Like I will say like the end of last week and up until this weekend, I was in a really negative space in my head. But that's because like everything I would do normally in my day, I couldn't like do. And it was really frustrating. And I think I was having like flashbacks to like when I had my arm issue and like it was just months I just couldn't do life and i was like really like this is not the time i want to deal with this right now right but as i said like the last couple days i feel like myself all of a sudden again so it's been nice and like i went on like a nice long walk today that's the other thing i went on like a couple walks the last few days and i drank a ton of beet juice and ate an oatmeal (laughs) disgusting it's which honestly i should be drinking some right now i should go grab some quick but i heard it's really good for the heart so i'm drinking it (laughs) I heard uh, Rosé Malbec is very good for the heart as well. Is it? I don't know. I just totally made that up. But they say wine, like a glass of wine is good for your heart, right? Am I am I lying? I will say, in Roaring Twenties fashion, to lighten the mood a little, my cardiologist has a giant dong. <laughs> How do you know? Was he wearing like gray Listen, sweatpants? Oh, scrubs. Do scrubs really give anything away? I wasn't like actively trying to look at his junk but when he was in like when he first walked in like it looked like he had a huge dick just kind of like poking out of his damn shit and i figured i was like oh it's probably just something in his pocket whatever no big deal he's just happy to see me (laughs) ha 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 well then like when he was like listening to my heart and like was like up in my personal space and i'm like looking down as he's doing this i I can like see (laughs) dick it's it's a dick. And I was like, and he was a tall dude. He's probably like six five. Dude has a massive like baby arm. And I'm like, here I am trying to get my fucking heart checked. And there's this it's massive making your fucking heart flutter. You're just like, oh baby ooh. arm dick just like about to be fucking slapping my leg. And I'm just like, what You're is like, this I'm situation right now? Palpitations are currently happening, doctor. <sighs> Sir, what is going on here? He was a super chill doctor, though. So that um, is he cute? 
No, he's here's what I'll say. He's cute because he's a really quirky, bizarre, mad scientist type young doctor. Like he's probably like late thirties, but has like crazy hair. <laughs> what a description. <laughs> crazy hair. But he was very funny, like very witty and funny. So that's what made him like kind of cute. And he I was know. a doctor. If they can make you laugh, it really just ugh. Sucks yeah. Can we bring up, there's one other kind of big life change that happened in Brooke's life, but I'm not sure if we're allowed to discuss it. What happened in my life? Well, you know, the three of us all used to work at the same place. And then oh. I left that place. <laughs> and then yeah. Andrew left that place. And now I left that place. Gone. <laughs> Bye. Wait, are you officially gone? Not yet. Next Friday. So Christmas Eve, I'm officially gone. Uh, I've never, so I've pretty much worked at the same place my whole life. And so to leave and transition out, is, this is all new to me. And it's uh, it's an interesting experience, um, but I'm very ready to start something new. And it's like a little unfair to say I'm leaving because I'm staying in the larger corporation, right? And just like mm. moving to a different business under that umbrella. So, but yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm, I mean, eight years doing a lot of the same shit. Something different will be nice. It's more like you're stepping out of the rain and back under the umbrella. Yeah, it's like I, I've been in the rain, just getting rained on, and now I get to seek shelter. <laughs> I'm so glad. It makes my heart very happy to hear. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes, like, I really enjoy the people that I work with, the people that I work closest with, I should say. Sometimes you outgrow places, and you're you're ready for something else, and you're ready for a challenge, and I feel like no matter how much time I put in there, I would probably never get to where I really wanted to be. So, um, you know, just find something different, something with a little bit more opportunity and let someone else fill in my spot and and have their moment. So So to recap, Brooke got engaged and has a new job and Andrew's dying. (laughs) One of us is definitely starting off 2022 on a much higher note than the rest. I mean, think of it this way. Um, Like I'm about to spend a lot of money on a wedding actually it's not a lot of money i'm trying to keep it pretty cheap but and you guys get to go so yeah i mean i'm excited about that hopefully i'll get to use a nice little yeah yeah yeah, just be hopeful no i mean wheelchair (laughs) (laughs) yo i wanted to go to king of pressure the other day real bad and i was like i can't walk around that's when i was like feeling like shit still and i was like I wonder if they'd give me a scooter if I went and like <laughs> asked nicely and could like kind of putz around on that. Oh my know, god! Zip you open should. your thing and show the stickies on your chest and be like, "I need the scooter, please." Why aren't you doing that? Why I already used it. Happen? I used it for the dealership earlier yesterday. <laughs> you are like gonna be living eight-year-old me's dream. I have always wanted to ride the scooter at like the grocery store. So this is not a time to talk about me trying to make an order from a sex toy website and then pissing me off and me yelling at their customer service team not the episode for that i just ordered toys for the first time in my life tell me about yes i want to know well should we not we can save that for no no no. let's do it let's do it let's get into it fuming i was fuming yes tell me i'm so i get an email okay so i ordered lube from here's the thing i'm not a toy person i don't i never bought it but i bought them but i never used them didn't enjoy them so i'm pretty vanilla with that but I was like, I want to get some lube. And I was thinking, maybe I'll get myself a toy. Let's see. Well, I forgot about it. Then I got this email. And it was like, hey, here's like 10% off. Or they had like $50 off an order of like $100 or something. 
whatever. It was like Black Friday deals. So I was like, ooh, let me go in there and take a look. So I go and it said I could get $50 off of any order. So I was like, okay, as long as you spend, I think, $75. So I was like, all right, let me get a couple of things. We'll get $75 worth. We'll only have to spend $25. It'll be great. Well, I ended up getting $100 off. It just showed, it just automatically applied this thing for $100. So then it showed that it was going to like pay me money to buy stuff. And I was like, well, that's crazy. Let me just put more product in here. And then, so I ended up adding a couple things that I thought would be hilarious little gifts for people, whatever. I got my total like 120 bucks. So I was like, cool, 20 bucks for all this shit. What a great little deal. Don't I get an email from their customer service team like two days later, like, um, hi, Andrew, we can't process your order because you somehow applied two coupons and that's not okay. So we need to charge you an extra $50. No, I'd be like that. No, it happened. You have to honor it. Basically what I said, I said, I am trying to tell you guys, I didn't do anything. Your system automatically applied this discount. There was no way for me to remove it. So why are you now trying to charge me an extra $50? Because you're messed up. I couldn't do. So they try to give me some bullshit customer service reply. And I'm like, you're giving this reply to the wrong guy. (laughs) And I said, while I understand you're trying to get me the off of this email chain, I need you guys to understand there's an issue with your system and either something in your quality assurance team was missed when it came to deploying this new fucking uh, discount discount, or there's something else going on that's applying things duplicate and it's not being checked. So rather than just dismissing me, I'd really appreciate it if you guys took this a little more seriously and realize there's something going on that needs fixed. And I'm now getting the brunt of both sides of this. Yeah. So then they looped me through like three or four different people. I went on this email chain back and forth for like four days. Finally get to like one of the people high up in their customer service department. <laughs> and mind you, this is all for like a couple things of lube and a dildo. <laughs> like, <laughs> so fun, right? I also, I want to point out, this was on Black Friday and a couple days later, Andrew started having heart problems. So, like, I'm just saying. I'm you, just saying it could be their fault. Yeah, it could come down to them, actually. The crazy thing is the week I had the heart the heart issue started, I was having a great week. That's the problem. <laughs> I was having a great week. You should have known. You should have known something was coming. There was a exactly. storm brewing. This person ends up telling me, listen, we appreciate you really helping us look into this, but you either got to get charged 50 more dollars or you're getting your order canceled. And I was like, fuck you guys, cancel the order. So yeah. I'm not getting anything now. See, that's really bad customer service. They should have honored. They should have been like, our system messed up. We're going to honor this, but like, Moving forward, it should only accept one code at a time. What shitty customer service. Do you want to hear how it got even better? Yes. Throughout the week. So this, fast forward to this week. So my Acura that I've had issues with on and off since I bought. It got towed. I did see that on Instagram. Because it died again. The good thing is it was covered under warranty with the parts. So I knew towing it to Acura, the towing was free. Acura would be doing the work for free. Well, in addition to that, you know, car dying, the last time it was Acura, they also cracked my dashboard, like the trim piece. They broke it. So I asked them to fix that as well. A week and a half later, they call me and say, hey, your car is ready. You can come get it picked up. But, you know, the trim piece is on back order and that's also $460. So how do you want to handle that? And I was like, well, you guys should probably order that. You're also paying for that. 
because you broke it. And the guy tried to argue with me about like how they didn't touch that and there's no way they could have broke it. And I'm like, you guys were the only people that have worked on this car in the last four months. You took the radio in and out three or four times. You're telling me you never touched the trim piece that the radio is surrounded by to potentially have broke it. And you left the tools to pop that piece off in my car the last time you worked on it. This is why you're having heart problems because you're having all these customer service issues. So then they agree to take care of it for me. And they're going to order the part. They're like, you can come pick up your car for now so you can drive it for the next two weeks. When the part comes in, bring it back in. We'll fix the rest of it. So I go to pick up my car over the weekend. And the entire center console is ripped out. It's like <laughs> gone. The turn signals weren't working. My lights weren't working. The car literally looks like shit inside. I'm like, how did it get worse? <laughs> It's so much worse. What happened? I don't know. So who are you taking this to? Piazza Acura fucking Westchester. Never take a vehicle there. (laughs) This is what I get for thinking, taking it to the dealership. They'll get it done right the first time. So I call them Monday and I say, hey, guys, I noticed the whole center of the vehicle inside is missing. I, yeah. I noticed my car's really things are, It's like, turn signals aren't working. What's going on? The guy's like, well, we didn't touch your turn signals. That's on you, man. And I'm like, okay, what? I was like, <laughs> I said, the entire center console of my fucking car is missing. I, it was there when I dropped the car off and my turn signals worked. And you're really telling me that you have no idea. That has nothing to do with you guys. It just, they just did that on their own. He's like, Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did it on their own. <laughs> he says, and by the way, your center console trim piece doesn't exist anymore. It can't be, it's not on back order. They don't have it anymore. So we can't do that. And I was like, okay, so what's the plan? He's like, well, the most we can do is offer you $100 of future credits in service. And I was like, I'm like okay, I'm coming back so that you can fix. The shit that you broke. <laughs> and it better all cost $100. <laughs> now, this man's name's Matthew. And I've been working with Matthew on this issue with this fucking car for the last two and a half months. And at this point in the phone call, I'm like, okay, Matthew, you and I are done now. I need to speak to your boss. I really hate to be this person, but clearly you and I are not going to be able to do this together and resolve this. I said, you just told me after ripping apart my fucking car, that was a rare, nice car to have. You ripped it apart, broke the fucking turn signals, and then are basically telling me, oh, well, piss off. <laughs> I was like, you know, I can't just accept that is okay. Like, I need to talk to somebody. So he says, all right, well, I'll get you on the phone with my boss. You ready to talk to him right now? And I was like, "Yeah, yes, actually, that would be helpful. He says, K. And then I hear a click. Sends me right to the dude's voicemail. And I'm like, Matthew, did you really think I'm going to disappear after that? So I just continued to call back. And they just kept declining me. It's I'm like, okay, now the service department knows my number and sees me calling. And they're hitting <laughs> decline. So then I have to call another part of the dealership. Thankfully, I understand there's other phone numbers you can call to get a hold of people in our dealership. So I just go right to the service manager's voicemail, leave him in a couple more voicemails, get a call back from him. 
explain to him what's going on. He brings Matthew into the call. So we're three weighing at this point. So we're we're now three weighing. Now this oh, is now God. like an hour and a half of work that this I've is put not in. Some you want. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> I'm like stressing. Mind you, when I had the freak out call with Michael or Matthew, who's Michael? I'm like Where standing in the middle of the store trying to get groceries. He's stressing me out. I'm looking at my watch and seeing my heart rate spiking, and I'm just like. Christ, this is why I'm having these issues. Like, what is my fucking life? Yeah. I'm like, like this surprised? is bullshit. But his boss gets on the phone. We explain what's going on. He realizes my car is fucked up. He realizes this is my fifth time that I've had the vehicle in for this fucking issue that I've just been trying to get fixed. I explained to him I've had heart issues this past weekend that Matthew has really not been very helpful with that either. <laughs> And I'm like, listen, man, I said, I don't want to be a bad guy. I don't like to be a pain. I said, I'm really just trying to get this fucking car fixed and not have to bother you. I said, but as you can understand, my car is just kind of fucked right now. And you guys have to do something about it. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you just have like an inconvenient thing like, oh, this light is out and I can just take it somewhere else. Like they have half of your car just sitting a, in storage. Oh, no, they... They put all the parts in a box in my trunk. <laughs> well, in this three-way call, the the boss tells me, hey, your turn signal lights aren't broken. We just have them disconnected because of the piece disconnected in your center console. He's like, they should have connected that stuff to make sure it was working and stuff before you, they let you pick it up. Well, Matthew, Matthew. Phone's like, Matthew says, yeah, yeah, that's right. And I said, well, Matthew, Matthew, if that's right, why did you tell me on the phone it wasn't your problem and to fuck off. <laughs> Matthew. Matthew's then silent. So which I'm guessing the boss is in the room like. Yeah. Just yeah, stop talking, Matthew. But basically it's now um, I have to drop the car off later after we're done podcasting. They're going to fix it again. <laughs> They're going to shit in it <laughs> and piss on it. Uh, <laughs> They're At this point, I'm just going to go back and be like, you know what? Just fucking keep it. <laughs> be like, just. I know inventory's hard to come by right now. Just keep it. <laughs> just fucking keep it. You're welcome. Just don't ever call me again. It's I a, hate you. It's like I'm walking away from another relationship again. Like, just <laughs> you know what? keep I'm everything in the house. I'll buy new. Yep. We'll, we'll start over. The ho- you can keep the house and everything in it. I'm just, I'm dipping. <laughs> It's kind of like what I did. I've done it twice now. It's worked out both times. I was like, keep the house and pretty much everything in it. I'll take what I need and uh, I'm gone. (laughs) It worked out for me. Man, I can't wait until you go pick the car up. And I I hope the boss is there and you can be like, so when does he get fired? Well, I was so fuming after the phone call with him. I not only did I was like, I'm looking up to see what it would be to get a lawyer hired. And like sue these people. I took it a level further and I was like, no, no, no. How much would it be to rent the closest billboard to that fucking dealership? (laughs) Put a picture of my fucking center console on there. (laughs) And then basically fucking shit on them. Yeah, another fine day's work from (laughs) 
and Acura, oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, Piazza, this Acura. is what happened after five tries at Acura of Westchester. <laughs> like, How much would that but cost? I was thinking, I was like, I think if I had that up there for about a week, they'd call me and be like, we'll give you a fucking car. Like, you need to take that down. It's bad for business. I mean, so you spend like a thousand some dollars to get a new car. Cheaper than a lawyer. Or would they just send you like a cease and desist? <laughs> letter from their lawyer they cease and desist in my fucking car already like i i could use they have some digital ones by that dealership so oh, those would be a lot easier there you yeah. go yeah that's not you know it's not a bad idea i'm really liking this whole vengeance plot we have going <laughs> and i think we should like start a gofundme so that you can get your billboard so if i can take these guys down and get a fresh new car speaking of i saw a gofundme that really upset me the other day <laughs> They wanted top surgery. They set up a GoFundMe, which, fine. However, in their GoFundMe bio, they said they need top surgery because they didn't have money because COVID's been hard. Um, They've been depressed and have been blowing money and bought a dog and everything's been really expensive and now they can't afford top surgery so they have a GoFundMe for it. And that really pissed me the fuck off because I'm like, you don't need to go fund me for top surgery. You're just really irresponsible and making very bad decisions. And you want other people to bail you out of that. Yeah. So that shit like that drives me insane. Like I've seen GoFundMes and Kickstarters for like, I guess not Kickstarters, GoFundMes um, for top surgeries. Totally get it. Do your thing. But to, but to be so bold as to be like, yeah, I bought a dog and I'm just spending money frivolously so I can't afford the surgery that I really want. I'm just kind of like, you are not the person I want to give my money to. Yes. Like, why should I have to pay for your top surgery because you can't save and budget correctly? Like, you it would be different if like they were like, listen, I'm working three jobs and it's still not enough and I'm like struggling and I've got to pay rent and I've got student loans. But, like, this is super important to me. Like, I can get behind that. But when it's just like, uh, <laughs> I just am a bad at budgeting. It's like, I can't really feel bad for you. Okay. Like I don't feel good about giving you my money because I could go give this single mom who is working two jobs and raising three kids the money. She, she's trying yes. you, you're living like me, but the difference is I'm not asking people to fund my choices. <laughs> Because I'm frivolous, too. I make stupid decisions with my money. Look at half the shit I have in this house. I've got a sweatshirt right now with my dog's face on it. It cost me $45. I didn't need it. But it's a little Coda. It It is. It's Coda. He's very cute. I'm going to get you in with my face. (gasps) Says Andrew. (laughs) Is this our merch piece? Do we start selling sweatshirts with, like, our faces on them? I don't know who would want that. Who wouldn't? I mean, I want it. I would be our customer. <laughs> we could have. I love money. it. But I do hope eventually they get their top surgery and that they're very satisfied with it all. But I hope before that they learn a valuable lesson in budgeting and saving money for the right reasons. And with that being said, <laughs> that's been another episode of the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> being in your twenties is great. You might get cardio issues. <laughs> um, your car is going to be screwed. You're going to have problems with your tenants, 
but you also might get engaged or decorate a Christmas tree. Who knows? Yeah, I feel like I finally understand why this show, this show is important to have someone who's in their 30s and someone who's still in their 20s because you're just like, look at me. Like, just hold on. You get to your 30s, it gets a lot better. <laughs> Honestly, so far, I will say my 30s have just been way easier than my 20s. So yeah. something to be said for that. All right. Well, everyone, thanks for watching slash listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. And I don't remember any of our social tags. <laughs> oh, and to the Boys and Girls Club. Big Brothers, Big, big Brothers, sisters. Big Sisters. Oh. Bye. Bye. <laughs>